You're listening to episode number 79 of Radical Shift, the very simple negotiation tactic that even my nine-year-old has mastered. So if you want to get more out of life without being a doormat, without sacrificing so much to finally get your fair share already, you are going to love this episode because it's not about manipulation. It's about asking for more. Now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, your friend, your biggest fan, Carla White. And this week, we're going to learn how to get your way just a little bit more because, my goodness, it's time you stop being a doormat, time you stop doing things for other people, hoping that they'll repay the favor and start just getting things to happen your way quicker now, sooner rather than later. So yesterday, I shared one simple, easy negotiation tactic that has worked for me every single time. And that is you give them some good news, you give them an ask, and then you give them some good news again. And it's a pretty simple structure, but it takes practice to put it into work because we're so used to arguing and screaming with each other. I mean, we see, we've been doing it with our siblings, our parents, every, you know, like it's just our default mode of getting our way. And this week, we're not going to be manipulative. We're not going to be coercive or bullying or pushy or anything like that, because honestly, I don't think you have it in you. (laughs) And what we're going to do is just use some simple negotiation tactics that make everybody feel like they came out ahead. So, um, If you have not studied any sort of negotiation, any sort of uh, sales tactics, and even just those words probably conjure up slimy, sleazy, bully, like nasty connotations. And the only reason that you have those nasty connotations most likely are because society put them in your head. When you think of a salesperson, do you normally think of somebody standing next to a lemon of a car? dressed up in a cheesy oversized suit jacket with a bad mustache or haircut. Usually that's what comes to mind because we are taught that being a salesperson or a negotiator or anything, that's not for you. That's not how you like to do things. In fact, I have so many entrepreneurial friends that run yoga shops or uh, different or businesses, and they say they absolutely love their business if it weren't for the sales part. I have friends that sell into million-dollar deals that should be multi-million-dollar deals only because they don't know how to negotiate. And I am not pointing fingers because if you listen to yesterday's episode, this lack of negotiation was what wound me up into being homeless in my car. And not just once, more than once, because I will tell you, I always thought negotiation was something I did when I was facing a raise or a new job, buying a home. It was something that you only did so every now and again. Why even bother learning it? And isn't it really just counter offering? It is not. Negotiation isn't just coming back with a counter offer. It's starting out the whole conversation 
So you, it ends up in your favor and everybody believes they came out ahead. Like a chess game, you plan it out ahead strategically. And yesterday I gave you one book, Never Split the Difference. That's a definitely a really good bestseller uh, negotiation tactics. But there's also really good books like, um, I think it's called Knowing What to Say. Uh, I, I believe that's what it's called. Um, and it's just, I think it's 42 different tactics, 42 phrases to say in different scenarios. So what I want to give with you, give to you are ones that I use constantly over and over again with myself, with my family, with my coworkers, with the kids in my neighborhood, with my children, because I'm like you. I don't like confrontation. I don't like arguing. I I will do whatever it takes to avoid it. And I would rather everybody feel like they come out ahead. And I'm guessing that's how you would like it as well. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you a small tactic that is often used in negotiations and bigger negotiations, whether you're buying something rather expensive. And once I point this out to you, you will notice it being used on you constantly. And this is where you do, you ask for something twice as much, twice as big as what you really want. And then you come back with what you truly want. So for example, I teach my this to my kids every time. If they want to ask me for something, they have to ask for twice as much. So let's say my son wants to go over to his friend's house to play and he wants to stay there maybe just for an hour. Okay. And so when he asks me, he says, hey, can I go over to Jack's house and play for all day? I'll be home at dinner time." And I'll look at my watch and it'll be, uh, you want to be over there for five hours? No, you've got to do your homework. You've got to go visit your grandma. You got to do all these things. So no, you can't go over there for five hours. Now, this is important because people want to be heard. They want to be heard. That's the number one thing. So he comes back with, okay, I hear you. And he repeats what I just said. And this is an important piece of the negotiation tactic is you validate that person. You let them know that you heard their request. So he says, oh, I understand. You want me to do my homework. You want to go over and visit grandma. And therefore, you don't want me there all day. Now, of course, he doesn't say I'm in that that mature of a voice or anything like that. But he repeats what I say. And then he comes in with the, the request that he really wanted, which was just to go over there for an hour. So I understand that and I respect that. Is it okay if I go over to Jack's for one hour? So now I feel, as the person who's giving to him, I feel like I've been heard. I feel like I'm getting what I wanted and he's getting what he wants. Really, he's getting what he wanted all along. So I say yes. All right. So you think about that. When you want something, ask for even more than what you want. Ask for twice as much, longer time, bigger salary, whatever it is. And when they say no, don't give up. Repeat what their request is and why. Find out why. Find out what their why is. Why don't you want me to have that? Repeat that. So for example, let's say, I'm selling a product and it costs, I'm asking $10,000. 
So I say, this will cost your investment is $10,000. And the person comes back, the, the buyer, the prospect comes back and says, oh, $10,000, but I don't have $10,000. I got my kids uh, school loans. I've got uh, house payments. I've got car payments. I can't afford $10,000. So me, I would say, oh, I understand. You can't afford $10,000. You have these payments, you have your kids loans, you have your, your, your car payments, you have so many other things. I understand. Well, what if we break it down into $5,000 payments? So you still have that money for your kids loans. So my original request was going to be $5,000, but I upped it and seeded a higher play payment. So when he gets down to 5,000 or she does, they feel like they're getting a good deal but that was the original price. Now, it may seem manipulative, it may seem coercive, but in truth, it's both of you coming to a spot that otherwise might not have seen so good because of stickers shock, because of other things. If my son would have came to me and said, look, I want to go to Jack's house. And my first thing is, oh, but wait, you got homework, you got to go to your grandma's, you got to do all these other things. I most likely would have just said no straight out of the gate. But because he brought in different variables to his request, we were able to come to a common ground where he gets what he wants. And I still get what I want. With selling a program or a product for a price, that person still gets what they wanted. They wanted to purchase that. And they're getting it for a price that seems reasonable and realistic to them. So try this out. Let me know how you get on. Please reach out to me at Hey Carla White on both Instagram and on Facebook. And to think for a second, on Instagram and Facebook, I would love to hear how you get on. And until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the Gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.